Oh, yeah. Y'all know what it is, the Brooklyn Moses Podcast, Season 2, Episode 9. Yep. We're back at it again. Another great topic. Another awesome day to be alive. If you're alive, you're doing good, man. For real. I keep getting news about folks passing away. My cousin passed away. Another cousin passed away. Crazy, man. So, in all things, we're going to be grateful and we're going to keep it pushing. Yeah, shout out to my cousin, Janiqua, though, man. That was, that's, that was a rough one. She was my age. <clears throat> my cousin, man, grew up with her pretty close when we was young. Sweet girl. A little crazy, but, you know, everybody's a little crazy. But that was that was my fan, man. Rest in peace to her. Um, rest in peace, really, to anybody that lost anybody. People are born and people pass away every day, so it's something that we got to deal with. But you know, sometimes it just hit home. Sometimes it's somebody in your family. But it is what it is, man. All right, so on Instagram, we got Nico in the building. Um, Sharonda's here. I see, I don't know who that is, L.A. Bell, um, LaToya, that's LaToya, right? LaToya's in the building, uh, Willis is here, I see Jay Carly, of course, JT is here, and my big ass finger's here too, pressing all type of stuff, um, Juan4775, welcome, my man. Welcome to the podcast. Um, on Facebook, of course, Jay Carly's in the building holding it down. And I thought I saw Albert over there. Shout out to Albert. And when you guys make your way on uh, Facebook, make sure that you say what's up so that I know that you're there. And I can shout you out. All right. And of course, the YouTube gang is heavy as always. We got Maui Jeff in the building. Uh, Melanie's here. Chris Fahey in the building. Jay Carly's here. EJ's here. I see Ashton. Um, Nikki is here. Torre. Bailey. <laughs> it's the distribution for me. <laughs> right. Uh, Micah is here. I see Charles. Ozzy's in the building. Um, Nicole Blunt, what's up? Muffin Woman, what's cracking? Um, Tavares is here. David Johnson, Sadiq. I see Bilal, Kalisha. Mo is in the building. All right, if I miss you, let me know. I will shout you out, but everybody give yourselves a round of applause. So... It's going to be a good one today. It's going to be good. Um, topic for the day, how your patience creates your paycheck in trading. We need to die tomorrow before we even start. 
You gotta get the vibe right The vibe is already right But that's just a reminder That the vibe is already present Um Oh god Oh that's Juan Giddy What's up man What's going on So Patience In this trading business The one thing that the majority of people Do not realize is that you need patience when it comes to observing the market. Now, most people, when they're introduced to the market in one form or another, what they'll do first and foremost is try to figure out how to make money on the platform that they are trading on. So in general, when we talk about trading, it, it can be a variety of different ways that you go about doing it, right? So it can be you trading on Robin Hood, right? Nowadays, people got all, the, all of these Bitcoin apps. They downloading apps and they buying Bitcoin, messing around. Just spoke to my cousin. He showed me something on his app. He got some kind of Bitcoin app. He, he bought Bitcoin. And it's all good. Like, I don't, it's not that I'm saying anything to discourage people from exploring what's available. That's not what I'm doing. However, as far as trading goes, you really need to learn a lot about trading overall before you actually start putting money on the line. And the reason I'm saying that is because what will happen most of the time to the average person, they'll download one of these apps, they'll throw some money in the account, and if the market goes against them, they're trying to get out. Like, like right now, you see how Bitcoin is kind of moving up it's in, a, it's in an up move right again, right now, again. Of course, Bitcoin fluctuates. It fluctuates dramatically. Like, people are excited because it's like almost 50,000 now. Matter of fact, let me get an exact, an exact number. Hold on. Let me see where it is right now. I think it had went down to 45,000 earlier. Right now, it's trading at 46,600. No, excuse me. I stand corrected. It's trading at 44,600. So it's actually back under 45,000. All right. So there you have it. So that's just one, you know, prime example. Um, I think the high for Bitcoin now is 48,300 so far. And now it's at 44,000. So it's off by about 6%. So anyway, somebody bought Bitcoin at 48,000. I'm just saying. And right now, they're, they're seeing that their money went down on the app. And this is the type of stuff that I don't want people to be discouraged about because it's just part of when you're putting money into something that you don't know what you're doing with. That's bound to happen. Sometimes it'll be the opposite. Sometimes you'll set up an app and just so happens that your timing was impeccable. You didn't even know. You had no idea. You just happened to download the app that day and you happened to throw some money in the app that day and you put it into Bitcoin or Dogecoin or Ethereum or Ripple or whatever it was. Well, not Ripple no more, but you put it in one of these coins and your balance went up. Can't nobody tell you nothing now, right? Now you're going to have these conversations with people. Yo, downloaded this app. I bought me some Bitcoin, man. Yo, you should buy some. You telling somebody to do it is based on you having that 
success that you are experiencing at the time, right? But you don't even know what you're doing. Like, in all honesty, you really don't know what you're doing. The funny thing when, when I have conversations about Bitcoin is that I end the conversations quick. You know why? Because people ask me, oh, well, when did you, you know, when did you know about Bitcoin? Not only did I know about it, but I also told people that I knew to buy Bitcoin when it was less than $1,000. Listen to what I just said. This, now, mind you, this was years ago. Bitcoin was under 1000 And I remember that I used to be going to the ATM with a, because at the time in New York, you can only buy Bitcoin from the ATM machine. Coinbase, you, you couldn't buy it online, period. You could not buy Bitcoin online. So I used to go to the ATM machine every week and buy some Bitcoin. Just a little bit. Not a whole lot, but enough. And I did that consistently. And I told everybody else that listened to me to do the same thing. So my point is that when I have Bitcoin conversations, clearly the conversations are different for me because I accumulated most of my Bitcoin at that time. Not in the later years. People are buying Bitcoin now after the fact. I was buying the majority of my Bitcoin back then in 2017. <laughs> So you can do the math in your head. If I was buying it under $1,000 and it's at 44000 now and I still have the majority of what I bought, go figure, all right? That's why my conversations are limited when I talk to people about it because I'm like, you want, you want me to tell you to buy it now, but I can't say that. I can't tell you that because I really don't know what your tolerance is for you seeing your money go like this, <laughs> You know, it don't feel good when you buy and you see that money in the app. You just threw $150 in there and then you open the app up the next day and it's $99 in there. You see, now you coming back to me like, yo, why you tell me to buy right now? You ain't going to do that with me. So bottom line is I'm not telling you to buy and I'm not telling you not to buy. What I am telling you to do is to do your due diligence and also understand that Bitcoin is a rare opportunity and you really miss the real opportunity of it. Because if you didn't buy it under $1,000, we can't even have the same conversation. Our, our conversation is totally different. You're talking about Bitcoin now. I'm not even talking about Bitcoin because I haven't been focused on it for years. I've just been buying it slowly over time. That's it. So the reason I'm, I'm even bringing that up is because Bitcoin is something in the mainstream. It's something that everybody is talking about now. Everybody's talking about Bitcoin, GameStop, right? Uh, and how do you pronounce this thing? Is it Dogecoin? Is it Dogecoin? I don't even know how to say it. Whatever it is. They're talking about that, right? They're talking about Robinhood. They're talking about apps. Download an app and, and buy some stocks. And like I said, it's all good because all of it is bringing people into the trading world. And that's cool. However, you need to become educated before you start putting money into anything that you're doing. So it would behoove you to seek out education and information first and become informed. You understand? You want to educate yourself before you start putting money in. So anyway, just to revert back to the topic for the day. Patience. Patience. 
and trading. <laughs> he said doggy coin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh snap Dodge coin You should dodge it It dodged you Now let me stop So anyway um, Patience when it comes to trading Like what do I mean when I say that Patience creates your paycheck What I'm saying is that First and foremost Your expectations From trading If you're just starting out if you just started learning about all of this stuff, you just figured out what Bitcoin is, you really don't know what it still is, you just know that there's a way to make money if you buy it. If you're at that point, if you're at that stage, it's very early for you. And, and you don't know anything. So step one, become educated. Don't do nothing until you actually learn more about it. That's one. As far as trading goes, in my opinion, Bitcoin is not something that you should trade unless you know how to trade. You understand? It's not something that you should just buy because everyone is buying it now. The same way you shouldn't have bought. I hope you didn't buy GameStop. I hope you didn't buy GameStop recently. Now, if you bought it because the Reddit dude told you to buy it at that time, that's different. Because you kind of had some inside information on what was going on And it was actually educated information It was informed You see So what he did was he shared His understanding of what was going on With his followers And then the next thing you know That opportunity was there for a lot of people Who took advantage of it They took advantage of the GameStop situation That was the whole short squeeze with the Whatever um, other the, the hedge funds that had a short position A huge short position in it, in it And then they took advantage of that That was like a very rare situation And this dude had a bunch of people Following him on the Robin Hood app So more so that just goes to show you The power of social media and influence this, All this dude did was talk to his followers Hey I'm buying this We should buy it And we should squeeze the, the hedge fund Let's do it and people did it. Now you got Robin Hood being investigated. The dude is probably either being investigated or they did it already. Even though I know that they ain't find nothing wrong because like, well, you can't stop somebody from sharing information. I could tell everybody to do something. That don't mean everybody going to do it. But if everybody decides to do it, hey, if it causes something else to take place, then it is what it is. That's why it's called a market. That's why it's called the open market. That's why it's called capitalism. That's what everything is based on. Opportunity. So anyway, as far as trading goes, again, Bitcoin, in my opinion, not something you should trade. Stocks, in my opinion, not something you should trade. Mark, why are you saying that? Because you don't understand anything about trading stocks. So why would you want to trade stocks? Oh, because make, people make money. People lose money. Hold on. See, this is the part that you don't be wanting to hear. Most people lose money. They're not making money trading. 
you hear about who is making money trading in the mainstream because that's what that's newsworthy. Of course, you're going to hear about Bitcoin reaching new highs and this and that. Of course. You're also going to hear about when it crashed. It's funny, too, um, when they had announced the lockdown and I keep talking about this, the lockdown for COVID in March of last year. Whole stock market crash. I think it was the, the biggest crash since 87. In addition to the stock market crashing, Bitcoin collapsed. Bitcoin dropped. The, the price cut more, more than in half. On that one day, price went to $3,800. Just like, boop, one straight line down. $3,800. People were scared to death. I bought more. A whole separate trade. Now I was like, well, why'd you do that? Because I'm in the know. I understand the dynamic of Bitcoin. I already knew what was going to happen. All it was going to do was go back up. And not only is it going to go back up, it still hasn't done what it's going to do. You're just starting to see the beginning of what it's still going to do. It's going to do more. But my point is, again, if you don't have the tolerance to see your money going up and down in your account, you have no business doing anything in Bitcoin, on Robinhood, or anything else. So again, patience. Patience is how you get paid. You don't get paid by following hype and jumping into situations that you know nothing about because you keep hearing things about whatever it is. Just because you keep hearing about Bitcoin, now you want to buy Bitcoin. Doesn't make sense. Always remember that the opportunity is when you don't hear nothing about it. That's when the opportunity is there. You see, opportunity is when you hear bad news sometimes. When they announced that lockdown in March, horrible news, great opportunity to buy Bitcoin. If you did, you cashed in like I did on a, on a whole separate trade that had nothing to do with the original Bitcoin that I bought. So you're following me? So again, in trading, you need patience. So if you don't have patience to see your money in Robinhood going up and down, you definitely don't have patience when it comes to real trading. And what do I mean by real trading? Real trading is what we do. Real trading is what you do on the Nadex platform. <laughs> That's real trading. Real trading is what you do in Forex. When you, if you trade in Forex, that's real trading. Because trading is knowing how to look at the market and then utilize the information from the market to position yourself in a trade that's going to make money. That's successful trading. If you're not doing that, then all you're doing is flipping a coin every time that you trade. You're following me? So you can either coin flip or you can actually learn how to trade profitably. They are two separate things. The beauty of the Nadex platform is that Nadex has binaries. Binary options is the, the, the instrument that we trade on Nadex. If you didn't catch that observation that I did last night, man, oh man, you gotta watch that. There was an example in the observation Literally, the market was able to unfold as I'm describing and explaining what the binary even is as an instrument. 
Then I broke down, it's not about picking a trade. It's about understanding the market so that you know when to trade. It just was, it was just so clear. Make sure that you check it out. It's the, it's the, the last live market observation. I think it's, I think it's number 11. Is it volume 11? Yeah, it's volume 11. So on the YouTube channel, check that out if you didn't watch it. So, so listen, you got to have patience. Why? Because the market decides when you're going to be profitable. Or let me even rephrase that. The market decides when a profitable opportunity comes. So just listen to that. The market decides when that happens, not you. Oh, but Mark, all I need is a good strategy, though. No, a good strategy does not exist. If you're using a strategy to begin with, all you're doing is using something that is a curve fit. It's a temporary thing that someone is seeing in the market and they're trying to capitalize on that pattern. That's what a strategy is. Oh, man, I saw something in the market. I figured out how to do this, blah, 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 blah. I guarantee you, you can't do it for six months. I guarantee you, you can't do it for three months. Why not? Because the market is going to switch up on you. You see, strategies are not based on the market. Strategies are based on trades. Hold on. Whoa. Whoa. Well, Mark, what's the difference? The difference between understanding the market and just taking trades is when you understand the market, you'll know when to be in a trade. You'll know when not to be in a trade. See, people think that trading is about taking trades. Profitable trading is about avoiding trades. Hold on. Hold on, I got to adjust in the seat real quick. Profitable trading is about not losing. If you, if you know how to see the market and know when the timing is not right, you made money. That's profit right there. Because it means that every time that you look at the market, when someone else is seeing a trade, you're seeing nothing. No trade. What trade? I don't see no trade. Whereas the person looking like, nah, that's a trade right there. Ooh, yeah, I would take that. I'm going to take that. And they get in that trade, not understanding the behavior of the market at the time. And the market does something different while they're in the trade. Better yet, the market does it at the very end of the trade. Because remember, with binaries, we're dealing with expiration of the time. So we're dealing with five-minute binaries. They expire every five minutes. So somebody taking a trade, you know, with a minute and change left, maybe a minute left, maybe 30-something seconds left, whatever the time is left on the trade, they're taking that trade based on the trade set setup that they're seeing. But when you do that, the market can set you up. Because if you're not aware of the behavior of the market, what's stopping the market from having a different type of behavior at the end? Like in the last five, 10 seconds of the binary. Nothing is stopping the market from doing that. You see? So you need to know that. Not only that, you need to already have been observing what the market was doing. See, this is where people don't have patience. They lack patience because 
They want to get to the trades. Yo, I want to get to the bag. You're going to chase the bag and you, and you won't catch it because you're chasing the bag. The bag is in the patience. You have to wait for the market to give it to you. Now, as you learn how to navigate, the market makes it easier for you. What do I mean by that? Stop taking trades. Hold on. And this is such a powerful thing when you grasp it. See, for some people that are new and don't even know what I'm talking about, they hear that and they're like, man, I'm trying to follow what he's saying, but I'm not sure what he means by that. When I say st stop taking trades, or better yet, if you're new, don't trade yet. Why am I telling you that? I'm telling you that because you need to give yourself time to become familiar with the market itself. How are you going to know what trade to take if you don't understand what the market does? Let's, let's, let's rewind that. How do you know what to do if you don't even understand what the market be doing? You don't know what you're doing. So then it just simply becomes a coin flip because we're dealing with binaries. See, so binary is just, all right, buy or sell. In other words, heads or tails. So you just picking one. All right, well, heads. Up, oh, it landed on tails. You lose. Hopefully, if you coin flip, you lose fast. I hope you lose right away. Why am I saying that? Because the worst thing that can happen to you is that you win. And you don't know what you're doing. The worst thing that can happen is that you end up being in a profitable trade that you shouldn't have been in in the first place. <laughs> That's the worst thing that can happen. Why is it bad? Because you know what you're going to do. What you going to do if you win a trade? Tell me. What you going to do? You're going to do it again. <laughs> you're going to do it again. And you're going to keep doing that and just postponing the inevitable loss that's coming your way. Because your trading is not based on skill set. Your trading is based on coin flip. Oh, hold on. Man, listen. Like, I get excited when I talk about this because there's so much money to be made doing this, but you have to do it right. The money is not in trades. The money is in you learning how to understand what you're looking at in the market. That's where the money is. And in order to do that, you need what? Patience. All right, let me, let me get into the comments real quick. See what everybody's talking about. <laughs> Going, I'm getting a little long-winded, a little bit. Um, Willis said, I just heard Tesla wants to let people buy cars with Bitcoin. Yeah, I think Tesla, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Tesla. They bought $1.5 billion of Bitcoin. And I, I know what they're doing. They're positioning themselves to be able to accept and transact with Bitcoin. And at the same time, they're like, we might as well go for the ride, you know, while we at it. So, you know, companies can be very strategic. I think that that was a very strategic move on their part.
they're not they're like they didn't buy Bitcoin to invest in it. They they bought Bitcoin to use it for that purpose. If they allow people to send them Bitcoin, they can also transact with Bitcoin for whatever they want to do. You see what I'm saying? So it's more of, I would say, a processing um, functionality than an investment for them. You know, that's how companies operate and that's how they think. But that's a that's a big deal because what it does do is it just adds another layer of legitimacy to Bitcoin and just to crypto in general, but more specifically Bitcoin. But yeah, I definitely heard that. You're right. Yep. Uh, let me see something. Oh, excuse me. All right. Uh, let me come back. I'm kind of far back. I apologize. <laughs> Bailey said the vibes are always up like this. All we can do is elevate. Let's go. Um. Oh, thank you, Jay Carly. <laughs> nah, get out of here. <laughs> Yo, Bailey said, he said his three-year-old is yelling Don DeMarco when saying forever Renault. <laughs> Don DeMarco. Yeah. <laughs> As he said, his eighth-month eighth baby saying the same thing. Let's go. Let's go, T.A. Babies. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and we do got the receipts. For when I was going to the um the Bitcoin ATM. Yep, I got the videos. Yes, indeed. Yeah, definitely need a video of that, right? Um, Tyler, what's up, Tyler? Tyler said, patience is priceless. Patience is freedom. Patience, patience is TA, the answer. Come on now. Um, Maui Jeff said, yep, it's timing. My son got in on the coin at $1.20 in December. Now we're at 1023 in 10, excuse me, in two months. Nice. That's a nice little 10X right there. That's nice. That is nice. See, and the thing about another, so so let me just add this on before we go further, because I, I, I'm going to definitely get to all the comments. The thing about trading is that when someone has a successful trade, the problem is doing it again. Am I right? Let's say that you did trade the Bitcoin trade. Let's say you did what I did. You bought at a thousand. It's at 45,000 now. You 45 X your money. Whatever you, whatever you put into it at that time, 45 X it. Now, that's wonderful. I mean, that's remarkable. Understand, like, that's not an easy thing to say that you did because it took a lot of patience. Keyword again, patience. That opportunity was four years. That was 2017 to now, which is 2021. Four years. So in four years, the Bitcoin opportunity that I'm speaking of was from 1,000 to 45, 50,000, wherever we going. We'll say 40,000. So 40X, 
in four years. Is that a good return? Hell yeah. Of course. Now, how are we going to do that again? That's my question. How are we going to do that again? And this is where what we do comes into the picture because just like I say, I, this is going to be the third day in a row that I bring this up. What, what that opportunity was in Bitcoin from 1,000 to where we are now, so 1,000 to 40,000, we do that in 21 trades on ADEX. Period. In 21 trades, we do that. And we ultimately are going to end up being in 21 trades in less than a year, obviously. We ain't going to do it in a week. We ain't going to do it in a month, although you could, but I'm just saying. Let's say it took 21 weeks. In 21 weeks, what took you four years to do with Bitcoin? Because you have this skill set, you're able to pull that off in 21 weeks. And guess what? It doesn't stop there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This, this is what gets me excited. It doesn't stop there. See, you understand, the Bitcoin opportunity is going to stop when you cash in. Where are you cashing in at? All right, you cashing in 40? All right, cool. 40X, congratulations. So you 40X your money in four years. Remarkable. All right, let's do it again. How are we going to do it again now? Therein lies your problem. You don't know. That's the point that I'm making. However, with TA, we know exactly how we're going to do it again and again and again and again and again and again. Yeah, do y'all do y'all understand? You're following me? We're going to do it again and again and again and again. Whatever we want to do. We can so so for example, you hit 21 trades, you can keep going. You keep going and you you hit 30 trades. You already know where you at at 30 trades. You know where you are now. You can start over, you can do it again if you want, or just remain where you at. You stay where you at, you know what that means. So do you see the point that I'm making? It's the skill set that allows you to do that. Because you have the skill set, because you have a great trading platform, because you have a great instrument to trade with the binary option on ADEX, you have the opportunity to continuously duplicate what we do in perpetuity. It is called a career. It is called a skill set. It is called freedom now. You like understand the skill set gives you the freedom. You're free to do whatever you want to do, however you want to. You want to do another project? Go ahead. You want to just remain where you at? You can do that too. Enjoy, enjoy your freedom. There's nothing stopping you from doing whatever you want to do. That's the point that I'm making. And again, this all starts from $100. So look at what skill does with $100 account that you start with what can you do on Robinhood with a hundred dollars i'm just saying and that's for anybody that got a Robinhood account what, what can you do with a hundred bucks what can you do with it 
I know we do. I don't. And and mind you, not what we could do. I know what we do do with a hundred bucks. Clearly, skill. That's the difference. All right, let me come back. <clears throat> Jay Carly, she she gonna do whatever I say to do anyway. She said, if I say buy buy some stock in yellow socks, she gonna have all the yellow socks. <laughs> oh snap! Full of coin. Tyler crazy. Um, Chris, yeah, you can buy in but can't sell because it's priceless. Um, Paleys, if you want a win rate, don't wait. If you want to just win, you have to wait. Mm. Mm-mm. Um, JP, avoid those trades that you say, I know somebody lost money on that one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, Tavares, I had to literally take the cash out of my account just so I didn't hype myself up to trade while I trained. Excuse me. He said, you got to crawl before you walk, homie. That's a fact. Come on, Tavares. Come on, man. Um, Paley's, if you win a trade, you confirm your BS, you should be mad if you took a bad trade. Not excited. Exactly. Um, Chris, if you're uneducated, you won't know the difference between a setup or an opportunity the market has given you. Whoa. Bring that back. If you're uneducated, you won't know the difference between a setup, a slap, a loss, or an opportunity. Very true. Um, Nicole says, I want to be methodical when I start trading, not making haphazard guesses. Come on, Nicole. Come on. See, this is what I like. I like when the, the, the new folks that come in, they come in immediately with the right thought process. What Nicole said, what... um. Who was the other one that, that mentioned it? Tavares. Tavares said he took the money out of his account. So he, in other words, he opened up an account and took the money out. He's like, nah, we ain't, we ain't playing them games. I need to train. That's what I'm talking about. See, you got to understand that you're being positioned to take $100 one time and achieve freedom. Let's say that again. You're being positioned through training to take a hundred bucks once. You're going to make that one deposit back into your account. For some, I don't know how you end up doing it, but you might make the 250 deposit and then deduct the 150 and withdraw that and leave a hundred in there. However, it works itself out. You're going to start with that hundred and you're going to one trade at a time, bang, 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 because you have the skill set. Not because you hope that your trades win. Do you understand the difference? You're going to be applying and executing the process that you were conditioned to do. You're not going to be flipping the coin hoping that your trades win. 
That's the difference. So the training process is what elevates you and puts you in position. So the freedom really comes from the training first. Hold on, man. You, listen, you're free before you're free. Because you have to be free of your BS first. That's hard. <laughs> you want freedom, you got to free yourself from your own BS first. And that's what the, the necessary training process is as a prerequisite. It, it's not something that you do after the fact. You do it first. Oh, I'll get to training later. Just, 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 just show me how to take trades, Mark. You already know the outcome of that. That's not what we do. Crazy. Uh, Willis said practice or better know it. R and R and patience will prevent. What you say? Oh, will prevent piss poor for, uh, performance while trading binaries. Yes. He said piss poor performance. <laughs> <laughs> What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> that was hard. Piss poor performance. But he's he's right though. He is correct. Um, Jay Carly, it's the repetition for me. Train and receive over and over and over and over. Yes. Um, Sadiq, you get to go into the market with urgencies. Sadiq, what, what were you talking about? I'm not sure what you meant by that. Um, give me some clarification. Um, Chris, efficient training, strong mindset equals powerful success. The only thing stopping you is the success is inevitable. The reward is the lesson along the way. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I got to read that again. Hold on. Efficient training and a strong mindset equals powerful success. The only thing stopping you is that the success is inevitable. The reward is the lesson along the way. Wow, that's deep. I caught it though. I caught that. Mm. Okay, you were saying that you can't go into the market with urgencies. Got you. That's right. And that's a very good point because people will do that too. Oh man, I want to leave this job. So I need to learn this so I can leave. Nah, man. Nah. You already have the wrong energy. You already have pressure. That's not how you position yourself. You can't position yourself properly when you're under pressure. And if you have put this arbitrary pressure on yourself because of something else that you want, and then you want to use this as the way to go about doing it, it's not going to work for you because you already have the pressure in place. You've already put the pressure there. Oh, I got, I got to learn this now because I, I want to leave my job. No. Don't ever put unnecessary pressure on yourself when you're training and when you're learning, 
because the process takes however long it takes. Remember that what's involved in the process for you acquiring a skill set is the learning process and the time that it takes. For us, the primary thing that we're doing is working on the mindset. Your mindset got to be right just so that you can repeat the process that you're learning. People don't lose their trades because, let, 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 me, let me give you an example. People don't come into training with me and then lose trades because they just randomly lose trades. They're losing because they have not trained enough to understand what it is that they're actually doing. In other words, they don't even, they're not working on their mindset, obviously, if they're taking trades to begin with. Huh? Exactly what I said. This is why 301 mindset is the first thing I tell you to watch, even before you start training. It's a public video on the YouTube channel, 301 Mindset. You need to watch that before you get into training. And there's another one that we call stability training, which is um, how to win all your trades on Nadex. Those two videos, you need to watch those before you train. Listen to the title of 301 Mindset. It's 301 Mindset. What's crazy is that even if somebody gave you a way to do something, right? You'll figure out how to mess it up. It's the nature of us as human beings. You will figure out how to mess up something that works. We do it all the time. You ever look at somebody and be like, yo, how, how could you mess that up? How? It's just like somebody that got the recipe to make a cake. And their cake come out nasty. You got the recipe. How did you mess up the cake? It gives you all the ingredients, how much to put in it, all of that. And you still made a nasty cake. You know why? Because if your mindset is not where it needs to be, you're not focusing, you're leaving it in the oven too long, you're walking away, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're, going getting your, you're doing your nails in between, right? You're watching Netflix in between. You're supposed to be watching the cake. You're over there watching stars and encore. But your mindset, you're not focused. So you'll figure out how to mess up something that works. That's the problem when it comes to people who don't have the proper mindset first. You give them the thing that works and they won't do it. They'll do other stuff. They'll do everything except that. And that's why they'll be losing. They ain't losing because of what we gave them doesn't work what I'm giving you does work you losing because you ain't got the mindset to pull it off you don't have the mindset to execute the process that I'm giving you to do mind you the first thing I gave you as part of the process was to learn how to develop the mindset so go figure that one out so if you don't if you don't tap into working on your mindset first, you already deviated from the process because that's part of the process. <laughs> that's part of our process, working on the mindset first. It's the first part. Well, Mark, when do I get to the trades? I watch 301. When do I take the trade? 
You know they you know they gonna be getting slapped. Whoever started talking like that, when do I take the trademark? Alright. You obviously are not doing what you're instructed to do. First thing I told you when you signed up, 301, 301 mindset, and stability training. Watch these three on repeat. That's the first instruction. You might watch two once. You watch 301 and watch 301 mindset one time each. And then message me back. Oh, Mark, I watched these. What else you got? What else? <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing for you. Because you can't follow the basic instruction. So, you know, and I'm only bringing this up because this is the type that, like, so everyone doesn't do this. But there have been instances where people have done exactly what I just described. Oh, Mark, I watched 301 already. But when do I take the trade? All right. Um, Pele said, you're going to win in the market because of your ability to see, not trade. Losing is not a part of the business plan. Why is a part of the business plan? Very good. See, that's why he's young Yoda right there. <laughs> good stuff. Um, JP said, that's the best way to think. Wait, he said, that's the best way I think to start. I went bust on my live account and then I traded with insufficient funds to get the real timing on the binaries and then funded my account again when I was ready. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I go as far as even telling people, open up your live account and just don't put no money in the chat. Because when you're observing, you need to be looking at the live account information. Absolutely. You know, we know that demo was not the same. And really the only purpose of demo is just to help to teach you how to navigate the platform. That's it. But when, it, when you actually get into what it is that we're doing, you need to be in a live account. You don't necessarily have to have any money in it, of course, because you're not trading yet and you know that. But you do need to be able to see the market with the live information. So, yes, 100%. 100%. Right. So, D said, well, Mark, can I take the trade? No. <laughs> nope. Yeah, it's funny. It is very funny. It's kind of crazy because people will do the same things over and over again until they learn. And I would rather that you learn from me than you learn by getting slapped in the market. Because the market will tear you up. Like, you got to understand. The market is not picking on you because people will feel like that. Oh, man, you know, I just I don't I don't have no luck with the market. No, it's not that it has nothing to do with luck. What it is, is you have no understanding of the market and you have no patience to develop the understanding of the market. You need patience to just deal with what the market is revealing to you. You need patience to deal with what the market is going to show you. 
The market is going to teach you without slapping you if you allow it to. That's hard. That's hard. The market is ready and willing to teach you everything about it. You got to let it. You can't let it if you're trading. But you can let it if you're observing. That's the difference. Come on now. Come on. Yeah, your cake is nasty. <laughs> How you make a nasty Betty Crocker cake? Like it's Betty Crocker. How you mess that one up? Come on, man. Um, Jay Carly, the market will have you in a, a fetal position in your childhood bed, uh, bedroom, rocking back and forth. All of that. Curled up. Um, Ozzy, the best way to learn how to be patient is to blow up your account 10 times and go back to listen to 301 Mindset. Yeah, hopefully you don't do that first. Hopefully you just save yourself all of the aggravation and emotional stress and just do what you're told to do out the gate. Yeah, yeah. Look, Bobby Jeff, he said, market makers, they look, they watching my $100 account. They took my money. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Right. The Jelani's of the world doing it right out the gate. Yeah, Jelani definitely is Mr. Patience in the flesh. In the flesh. Crazy. Um, Paleis, you don't have luck because you don't have eyes. You're sleeping on the market instead of observing it. Very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She said they they hacked the laptop camera. You better put your stick over it. They they looking at your your trades. They looking at when you you enter your trades. Come on, man. It's just silliness. JT says so many nuggets on here. What more could I say? Come on, man. You know what it is. Like this is all day. This is all day. This is why I said earlier. Like every every podcast is like this because the only difference between any other episode in this one is the day. That's the only difference. The day. The one from yesterday was like this. It just was yesterday. <laughs> the one Monday was like this one today. It just was on Monday. So it's always fire like this all the time. And that's why when you plug in and you just stay put, the fire is there and it's going to burn up your nonsense. See, you got your nonsense that you have to deal with. You always have to remember that that's part of you. Everything that you're thinking is the market's fault is your fault. You're the one that needs to learn patience. You're the, the one that needs to not take trades yet. You're the one that needs to get in alignment with the market. Be patient and learn and see and familiarize yourself with everything. That's on you. That ain't nobody else's job but you. So if you don't do that, whose fault is that? If you decide to throw money in and play around, whose fault is that? Accountability all day. All day. Um, Jay Carly said, like I said last night, it's the same because we live repetition. That is a fact. That is a fact. Um, Tyler said, glad I'm here today. It's been hitting heavy. We'll definitely be replaying this one. Come on, man. 
This is all day, every day. <laughs> um, Paley's Mark, I have a question. When you were losing, what made you not want to wait? What made you know you were losing for a reason instead of just giving up? Oh, well, I'm I'm not the give up type. That's one. I'm also like I embraced my OCD. Believe it or not, and I talk about this like a lot. People talk about OCD negatively. I embrace mine. I know I have. I know I'm very compulsive. And when you're like that, it's like everything kind of has to be a certain way. I don't like to lose. But I'm different when it comes to that because I will stop playing the game altogether until I figure out how not to lose the game. You understand what I'm saying? Like some people, they'll keep playing and losing. Play, lose, lose, win, lose, win, lose. They're going back and forth, winning and losing, trying to figure out how to win. I'm going to stop. Like I'm not even playing no more. I'm not playing the game at all now until I figure out how not to lose the game. Then I'll come back into the game. If I can't figure out how not to lose, I'm not, I'm not going to play. That's me. So because I'm like that, it led to everything that we have now, like straight up, straight up and down. It led to everything that we have, because what was born from that was everything that you've seen manifest through me. You understand what I'm saying? It's not that I figure out how to win. I figured out how not to lose. And that's all I focus on. So now the byproduct of that is winning. When you figure out how to stop losing, you're going to win. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you figure out how to stop losing, winning is inevitable. It's inevitable. Eventually, you're going to just be winning because you ain't losing. That's what. That's it. That's what happened with me. Yep. But that's a good question. <laughs> Sadiq said Y'all know Nadek sends me an email When y'all lose That's funny <laughs> Oh snap um, Chris Marines train for hours on end Before they even get to fire a live round first They must become familiar with their weapon And their shooting positions And then how to zero in on a target Bang Exactly that's how we move. Yeah, OCD gang gang. <laughs> uh, Kalisa, what's happening? Chris said, and then finally they can pull the trigger. Right. <laughs> Sadiq said it's official. Chris is young Obi-Wan. <laughs> oh, snap. I like that. I like that. So you so we got young Yoda and Yo, young Obi-Wan. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> Shawnee says, shout out to your OCD, Mark. It has given birth to Team Alliance. He ain't lying about that. That's a fact. Walker, what up? I see Walker on IG. Um, Khalees, the good things for us, we don't have to figure anything out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's go on that. 
listen, listen to Kalisa. Listen, good thing for us, we don't have to figure anything out. We just have to learn how to be patient. That's a hundred percent. You got the blueprint already. This is what like so. This is what I don't get about like some people. They try to reinvent the wheel. I don't understand that. Don't do nothing that you're not instructed to do. Well, Mark, how many times should I watch 301 until I tell you to stop? And I never told nobody to stop. So what's the answer? You understand? Are you willing to do that? That's what I do. Literally, that's what I do. Like, I'm not even making it up. 301 mindset, 301 stability training, whatever the live training is I recommend at night, everything that I tell you to do is what I do. And I observe the market. So there is a definitive blueprint and a methodology to the process, not to trades, but to the process that we're using, period. And that's what you need to connect yourself to. And you need to stay plugged in. Like, so plug in and stay there. Just leave it in the outlet. Don't ever take the plug out. And that's the key right there, man. That's it. That's it in a nutshell. Um, Chris said, is it OCD or hardened discipline? I would say that it, oh, it's, it's OCD that led to hardened discipline. Absolutely, because because I know me. Like, just think about it for a moment. How much pain can somebody deal with until they stop? You're self-inflicting pain. How long are you gonna do that for? You know how long I'm gonna do it for? Once. You know how mad I get at a paper cut. You ever yo? You have like just right now? Just say I just cut my finger on this book right here. I would be very heavily upset that I did that because I know I did it. So I'm mad now at me. Oh, it's just a paper cut. It's not that. In my mind, something goes off like, yo, why'd you do that to yourself? And now I'm mad at me. You see what I'm saying? Like, so it's kind of like getting upset and refusing to do whatever that is anymore. That's me. That's that's the level of my OCD. So what that has led to is to the production of whatever it is that's going to stop whatever that is. Does that make sense? So so for for me with trading, my thing is I don't want to lose. Not I don't want to lose as much as I am losing. I don't want to lose at all. There's a difference. See, like it it takes a different mentality and a different energy to make a decision mentally, like, listen, if I can't figure out how to lose, how to stop losing, I'm just gonna stop. Period. I'm not trading no more. I said that. I literally said that. I said, if I can't figure out how to stop losing, I'm not doing this. Just like that. And I was dead serious. So that's the dynamic that we're dealing with. It's like you got to find the place in you that you need to reach. So that you can connect that to the execution of the process that you're going to actually learn. 
because there is a problem. Look, look, this is true. It's impossible. It's it's always impossible until it's done. That's a fact. So at some point you're gonna do it. That's all I be waiting for. I'm just waiting for the moment that I do it. Once I do it, boom, I got it. And that's that's how we have arrived at where we are now. Is it's exactly what created Team Alliance, literally. So, you know, that's why I I always say that to me OCD is not negative at all. Like you got to be kidding me. I love it. <laughs> I love. It. I, I'm like shout out to OCD for real. Because you got to learn to appreciate what you have. <laughs> Chris said he'd rather be punched in the jaw than get a paper cut. <laughs> Yo, that is hilarious. And like I said, it's different. See, it'd be different if you didn't do it. Like I, I'm not as upset if somebody else hurts me. I'm more upset if I, more upset if I hurt me. Man, all type of stuff. Accidental scratch. One time I caught myself, I nicked, like, my nail, I had a hangnail, and I did like this, and I happened to take a little chunk out of my hand. I was mad, like, for two days. I'm like, yo, what was that? I'm not even mad at the cut. I'm mad at the fact that I did it. <laughs> I'm like, why? Why would you do that? It's crazy. <laughs> Um, Shani said, there's so many mental distractions and mental landmines out here. Don't let all this Bitcoin, AMC, GME, Robinhood take you off your TA square. He said, put the shit on hold and lock in on TA. I focus best business. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the haymaker right there. That's it. That's it. In a nutshell. So that's a good way right there to end it, man. That's right. And Jay Carly said, and you document facts. All facts. All right, y'all. So listen, another awesome episode. This is, um, what is this, episode nine? Yeah, I think this is episode nine of season two. Crazy. We just moving, 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 man. So um, I think later tonight we're going to be doing conversations with the Fullers. If y'all want to tune into that, come check out me and Lulu. Um, Go to the BrooklynMosesPodcast.com for the audio version of this podcast. You can access it directly from the website. And you can also tune in... uh, directly from iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are available. All right? All right, so that's about it. Look, Maui Jeff said he just realizing how much OCD he has too. (laughs) Like, if you ask me, I think that anybody that comes into TA has a level of OCD, without a doubt. Because you can't even relate to what we're doing unless you do. If you if you have that, you kind of understand why we do things the way that we do. You know what I'm saying? Like people that don't have it, they get mad at us. They're like, I don't understand these guys. 
what do you mean you didn't take a trade all week? Like they get pissed off at that. If you if you listen, you'll understand why. But they don't give themselves the time to even listen to understand why. So I know they ain't got no OCD. Shit. They got they got losers losers disease. <laughs> they keep losing and keep losing. But anyway, all right, y'all. So I will see y'all on the next episode of the podcast. That'll be tomorrow. And y'all know what it is, man. Mark Fuller, Team Alliance, Brooklyn Moses Podcast, episode number nine in the bag. All right, I'm out. Peace. Every morning we drive, been on the grind, know I had to survive, we had to win, started from the dirt and the rubble, I had to be the needle that was popping your bubble, letting the air out, walking with a clear route, how we gon' rise today, I'm making mine today, go make yours, double back and flip the proceeds, last year on the corner sipping OE, had to get off the block, best friend smoking rock, best man called the cops, rose from the city that never sleeps, it's the melting pot.